Hello, and welcome to the Learn and Grow Together podcast. I am your host, Brittany, and this episode is going to be on confidence and coaching in order to gain more confidence. Self-confidence is a trait that can be difficult for many people to obtain. Some people have a tendency to let the negative words of others, negative self-talk, and negative life experiences consume their mind and dictate how they feel about themselves and the beliefs they have about their own lives. Professional Life Coach by Patrick Williams and Diane S. Mendez. It says, as adults, the major block of our creativity is our inner critic. That part of us that intentionally criticizes what we do. We have standards of perfection incorporated from the world around us. Ways that we think things should be done. We have a critic within who criticizes us when we are not doing things the way the critic feels they should be done. For most of us, this inner critic is what stops us from taking the kinds of risks that need to be taken, close quote. It is important for us to reframe our thinking and focus on the positive in order to have a more positive view of ourselves and ultimately a more positive worldview. How can this be achieved? First, let's talk about self-empowerment. No one empowers anyone else. One must boldly discover, claim, and stand by their own power. That is another quote from Becoming a Professional Life Coach. So, how do we discover and claim our own power? To start on this path of discovering and claiming our own power, I want you to honestly answer these questions about yourself. Pause the podcast after each question if necessary in order to fully ponder on and answer these questions. What have you accomplished that should be celebrated? What skills, habits, and abilities do you see leading to future success? What is the hidden treasure inside of you that others might not see? If these questions are difficult for you to answer about yourself, I want you to ask someone close to you in your life to answer these questions about you. This could be a partner, a parent, a sibling, a friend, anyone who is close enough to you to be able to give you these answers about yourself. Now I want you to answer these questions about yourself. What beliefs do you have about yourself that are preventing you from having the self-confidence you desire? How can you change your mindset and the negative thoughts and beliefs you have about yourself in order to build your confidence? That last question leads me to the next point that I would like to delve further into, changing our mindset. It would be difficult to become more self-confident if we maintain the same negative self-talk and negative views about ourselves. The following poem helps bring into perspective the importance of changing our mindset in order to make change in our lives. I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find my way out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I am in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It is a habit, but my eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. 
I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street. One aspect of changing our mindset is switching from a judging mind to a beginner's mind. A judging mind sees things in black and white and is reactive. It asks questions such as, what is wrong with this situation, the person, or me? What do I need to do to stay in control? Who is to blame? Whose fault is it? How can I win? How can I look good? A beginner's mind sees the world with fresh eyes and responds flexibly to whatever it encounters. It asks questions like, "How can what can be appreciated here? What can I learn? What are the choices? What am I feeling and experiencing right now? You might observe that having a beginner's mind versus a judging mind creates more opportunity for growth and learning. I would like you to ask yourself, do you currently have more of a judging mind or a beginner's mind? A lot of us may have both at different times or in our lives, depending on the circumstances or our mood. So then the question should be asked, and I would like you to answer this question for yourself right now. How can we be mindful about having a beginner's mindset more regularly? How can we reframe our thinking in order for it to align more often with the beginner's mindset? How can you have a more open and flexible mind about your life experiences? Another factor in building self-confidence is self-care. In order to help build our confidence, we must care for ourselves and send the message to ourselves that we are worthy of love and care. Think of something that you own that you really value and care about. What is it? How do you care for it? Give specific examples of what you do to care for this object. How could you do similar things to take care of yourself? A lot of times we get so busy caring for our families, our homes, our pets, our plants, or other items that we forget to adequately care for ourselves. If we forget about ourselves, how can we build the confidence we desire? So ponder on that question now and throughout the following weeks. What can you start doing today and every day to start taking great care of yourself? What would it look like six months from now if you did not make any changes? What would it look like six months from now if you do make changes for more self-care? Self-empowerment, reframing our mindset, and self-care are all great tools in order to help build confidence. They are all tools that should be used on a daily basis. As they continue to be used consciously, you will notice a change in the way you think about and perceive yourself and the world around you. You will become more positive about yourself and about your life experiences. I would like to share a personal experience that I had when I was younger that helped me gain more self-confidence and more self-love. This story may give you some insight on how you can work to build your own self-confidence, or it might not, and that's okay. But I would like to share it because it was an experience that was impactful for me. And even if the practice that I used when I was younger wouldn't work for you, I hope that you can ponder on something you can start doing now to help build your own self-confidence and self-love. When I was around 15, I struggled with low self-esteem, as many adolescent children do. One day, I don't remember why or how I had the thought to do this, but I made the conscious decision 
that every time I had a negative thought about myself, that I would change my thinking and deliberately think something positive about myself and give myself compliments in my head. As I continued to do this, I slowly found my confidence grow, and after a while, it became habitual to think positive, affirming thoughts about myself instead of the thoughts of negativity and doubt. Of course, these thoughts still come every so often, but it is no longer the automatic thoughts that I have about myself, and I'm able to change my mindset much easier and not have these thoughts overpower my mind and my inner beliefs about myself. So now, ask yourself, what can you start doing right now to change your mindset and beliefs about yourself in order to have the confidence that you desire? I will now use these tools that I have discussed in practice and show how they can be used with a client in a coaching session. I hope that by listening to the session, it can help you gain more insight for your own life and can help jumpstart you into action to create goals for yourself that will help you move forward towards a more self-confident you. Okay, Brianna, what have you accomplished that should be celebrated? Think about that one. Um, do you have in like mental regards, physical Just regards? Anything. Just anything that you think should be celebrated. All right. One of my biggest accomplishments that I have found, like, physically is when I did my first marathon <clears throat> pretty um, pretty recently after I had my first child, Rody, mm-hmm. And I just thought that was a pretty big accomplishment because I've always loved running. And everyone thought I was kind of crazy for wanting to run a marathon right after having a baby. But I just thought that was a really big accomplishment to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, fairly recently after having a child so that yeah. was probably like my physical accomplishment mm-hmm. and that's a big accomplishment because yeah that takes a lot of hard work and dedication and um a, a certain type of mental dedication really mm-hmm. so that is that's a really big accomplishment and something to be proud of yeah um, so anyway continue um and so that's probably my biggest physical accomplishment and then i'd say like just another accomplishment that I'm proud of myself for is I've always wanted to open a preschool and one day I just decided to try it and it was really scary for me Mm because it's like you never know if you'll have success or how that will go but I did it and I feel like it's gone really well so right so yeah you it was kind of a scary thing not knowing how it was going to go but you put yourself out there and you realized that you can do it and that you have what it takes and I'm sure that helped build your confidence mm-hmm. to be able to do something like that to put yourself out there to have that initiative yeah so yeah it definitely has helped like mm-hmm. see that oh I can put myself out there and it goes well like it mm-hmm. was a successful thing so far at least <laughs> yeah I'm sure that may even help you with with other things like with other tasks that maybe seem scary mm-hmm. I'm sure it's probably helped you realize that like oh you know if I do these the things that that I fear I realize that like I can do them and they're not that scary have mm-hmm. you found that to be the case yeah yeah, yeah. it has helped because before I feel before I started my preschool I would always like have these dreams or like things I'd want to do but it would be like oh no that's just 
wishful thinking or that's mm. too scary mm-hmm. but then when I did that and it's then going well then now I'm like oh maybe I can do this other yeah. thing that yeah like you can turn your goals and your dreams into mm-hmm. reality and actually do them instead of yeah. just have them be a thought uh-huh. or an idea yeah yeah, yeah. I think that's great mm-hmm. yeah. um what skills, habits, and abilities do you see leading to future success for you? Like my skills? My own. Yeah, your skills and your habits and your abilities. Um, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> um, I feel like I am very determined when I want to be. Like mm-hmm. if there's something that needs to be done and I know it needs to be done or that I want to get done, then I am like really motivated to do that thing. And so it's just getting to that point where I want to do it. But mm-hmm. when I have that, then I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty unstoppable. Like I'll just do it and I'll do anything I need to, to get the task done. Uh-huh. Right. So yeah. So when you have that determination, there's nothing that can stop you from reaching your goals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a great trait. Yeah. Trying to think of some other ones. It's hard to like think of I'm better at thinking of traits for other people than mm-hmm. for myself <laughs> at times. Um I feel like I'm a very patient person. And so like if I need to do something with someone else to reach a goal, then I'm patient with them. Like if as a mom, like I need to get stuff done. But I'm also very patient and I don't get very frustrated mm-hmm. if things don't go exactly my way. Like yeah. if I have in mind that I'm going to do the laundry that day and then my kids take me away from that, I'm not mad. I'm like, okay, I will get mm-hmm. it done when I can. Like, so that I feel like is a good trait, but it mm-hmm. might also be a hindrance at times too. Well, it, and it also, I hear you have flexibility, which is also a great thing mm-hmm. to be able to change your plans if need be and not have it be this stressful thing on you yeah and not have it weigh on you yeah and so yeah I'm sure that that is very helpful for you yeah in your life yeah so and also how you said that it's harder for you to come up with these things for yourself than for others uh-huh. <laughs> um I think these kind of exercises are probably perfect for you to to be able to ponder on your strengths mm-hmm. and to really focus on them. Well, yeah, it's interesting because sometimes you feel prideful when you do things like that, but I guess it's probably good to be confident and, mm-hmm. like, think about good things about yourself, but sometimes yeah. you feel silly mm-hmm. or, like, boastful if you think about if you talk about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if it's not something that you are used to doing, yeah, I think it can be something that doesn't seem natural or mm-hmm. or yeah just yeah, <laughs> like exactly. you were saying yeah can seem boastful but I definitely think it is beneficial yeah to do um and what is a hidden treasure inside of you that others might not see I feel like you've already listed some, but yeah, we could go even further and try to find some more. Um, in regards to what exactly? Just anything, like just something about you that maybe others don't recognize, but that is 
something that is of value? Um, I think with how I was saying that I'm really flexible and most of the time people just think of me as really happy-go-lucky and silly. I think sometimes people with that don't realize that I work really hard. Mm. And so I think that I'm, I'm really hardworking, but sometimes maybe people don't see that because I, I'm like very social, so I'm always at all the social events and mm-hmm. I'm always being funny and silly. Mm-hmm. But then like I like to work hard too and I get a lot, I do a lot and I work hard. Right. Yeah, so you get a lot done, but since you do it with a, ha- with a smile on uh-huh. <laughs> and with a happy personality, people might not realize that you, you're putting in the work, you're working really hard, yeah. you're just making it look easy. Well, yeah, and I don't like to really, like, um, complain a lot, and so I don't mm-hmm. think people often know how much I do. Or they're not, yeah, they're not recognizing the labor that you're putting in yeah. and all that goes into what you do. I don't really like to be negative, mm-hmm. so. Well, and it sounds like you also don't like to really, um, talk about like yourself a lot it sounds like you like to focus on others yes um and not really focus like have the focus be on you and what you do for others but more focusing on other people um yeah i like to focus on other people which is good but i i also think it's good to to make time for yourself as well have yourself be a center focus every once in a while too. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. So shifting gears a little bit, um, what beliefs do you have about yourself that are preventing you from having the self-confidence you desire or that you might desire? Sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit timid or... Yeah, I'm like a little bit timid and afraid to be my true self. And so even if like there's certain things that I want to do, I'm I'm very concerned about what others might think. Or, mm. So if I had to think of something, that's probably what it would be. Is like there might be certain things I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to do, but oh, I wonder what people would think about that, or if that would be. Mm. So it sounds like. Well. So it sounds like maybe. Uh, caring too much what other people think about you and how they might perceive you kind of gets in your way yeah. at times. Yeah. Or like, or doing something and not doing it well and worrying that people will notice that or that people mm. will. So then because of that, you just don't end up doing it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, if I don't do it, then I won't fail and people mm. won't think something of me or a certain yeah. so. Right, and I can definitely see that that would be preventing you from having the confidence you desire and even from, like, achieving certain things in life, Mm -hmm. which could also help build your confidence as you achieve those things in life. Yes, definitely. And, um, so this next question, I think I might ask a follow-up question as well. So, how can you change your mindset and negative thoughts um, about yourself in order to build your confidence? So how can you change those those thoughts and beliefs that you have? Um, well, to be honest, like the more 
like um so i'm a mother of three and you know that <laughs> but um i'm a mom of three and i feel like that has helped me like being like oh it doesn't matter what people think if this is going to help me and my family mm. then it's worth putting myself out there yeah. and so that's kind of been my like something that's helped me um as i grow up is like as I've become older is like it's not about me all the time like it's like oh okay if this could make my life better for my family mm. then it's okay if I look silly or if I fail or or something yeah. so recognizing that what's really important is what's best for your family and I would hope that you also think focus on what's best for you as well mm-hmm. yeah and is is that what you're saying as well is yeah not just not just for your kids, but also for you and your kind whole of family. Like our whole the whole family, our family unit. unit's well being. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, that's it. Yeah. Sounds like that's something you've already been been working on mm-hmm. to yeah. kind of change that mindset. Yes. Yeah, because and I've noticed just as being a mom, if I'm in a better state of being and mindset, then my family's in a better. Yeah. State then the whole unit. family unit kind of works flows better. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great that you've been able to recognize that and realize that, like, you have to do what is best for you and your family and may- and not care so much about, oh, what what might people think? Mm-hmm. Like, what might the a negative outcome be? But just do, do what is best. And, yeah, like, other people, they're, they're their own thing and you and your family, like, that's what's important. Yeah. Yeah. That's taken time, but it, it's definitely been good, I think. Yeah, and that's great that, like, you've already been doing that and are continuing to work on that. So mm-hmm. I think that is great. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think of something that you really value and care about. Okay. Okay. Do you have something in mind? Yes. Okay, what is it? <laughs> Probably already know from some of my answers, but my family is the most important thing to me. Yeah. In the whole world. So that would probably be your family. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And how do you care for your family? Give ex- specific examples of how you care. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Answer that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, just obvious stuff like I take care of their basic needs mm-hmm. and like feed them and clothe them and then I make sure that they're learning and you know doing things that they should be mm-hmm. and like learning how our society works and how they should get along in the society that they live in and yeah. stuff so. so you make sure their needs are met you also make sure that they're learning the important things that they need in life and Mm -hmm. that they're developing properly and Mm -hmm. that they're overall taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you do similar things to take great care for your, of yourself? Um, so that's actually been something that, um, this last year has, I've been kind of proud of myself because like, like I don't know if I've mentioned this or if I was just thinking it, um, I do like to put the focus on other people a lot in my life, mm-hmm. but, um, I just recently had a baby. She's three months old. Do you know that? <laughs> but, um, 
I have decided that I want to take care of myself and I need mm-hmm. to put myself not first, but I need to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, so postpartum after I had her, I realized I need to go on walks with friends or I need to do girls nights because then my basic needs of happiness, like I'm very social. That's a big thing to me. And if mm-hmm. I get that social interaction, I feel like I'm a lot happier. And so that's how I feel like I've kind of taken care of myself this last year is yeah. making sure my social mm-hmm. cup is full, I guess, because I'm a happier person when I right. am socializing with people that uplift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you are r- recognizing the things that you need mm-hmm. in order to be your best self and be happy. Yeah. And doing those things. Yeah, because um, after my second baby, I didn't do that. Like, I just mm. solely focused on my babies and mm-hmm. taking care of them. But then I don't know if I was as good at taking care of them or if I felt as happy. So I right. tried so, to recognize that with this one. Yeah, so you kind of noticed after your second, like, a a lack of your needs being met, mm-hmm. which probably, I'm sure had a domino effect on the mm-hmm. on the rest of your family yeah. as you were saying like when you are happy and doing things for yourself and your family then the whole family is happy yeah. so yeah i'm sure you were able to recognize that and recognize that there needed to be a change mm-hmm. for and, this pregnancy yeah, yeah. yeah. or postpartum yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's great that you were able to recognize that and take those steps and and make the action to to take care of yourself um, and, and that you were able to recognize that by doing that, it benefits your family as well. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. for sure. I think that's great. It's great to hear that you have recognized these things and have been doing this on your own, um, and s- that you're seeing the benefits from mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been really beneficial in my life to see what I need and, and not feel selfish doing it. Like, yeah. just doing that and knowing that we're all going to be happier if we're mm-hmm. all feeling like our cup is getting full. Yeah. Yeah, because I know there are moms who do feel guilty doing things for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is great that you are able to recognize that and do the things for yourself without feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. It helps that my, like, me and my husband both recognize what we both need. and. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's we're, it's nice because we both let each other do what we need to mm-hmm. feel happy and yeah don't put any guilt on each other. Like yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that you you both recognize you have you both have needs mm-hmm. outside of just like obviously there's needs are being met within your family, but there's also needs that you have that are separate from your family that mm-hmm. you want to have be met for sure. And yeah, that's great that you both recognize that and that you both have an understanding um, of the different things that you need. Yeah. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we've definitely already um, talked about, it sounds like you are already on a great path, um, but if there's anything else you can think of, like what what can you start doing today and every day to start taking great care of yourself? If there isn't anything else, if there isn't something, if you haven't already been doing everything already that you feel yeah. is adequate. Um, something that I think would probably benefit me is to do like, like, kind of like a gratitude something, but like more things like telling myself positive traits about myself. Mm. Like maybe yeah. just wake up and say some things 
in my brain that I like about myself because mm-hmm. I do tend to be very positive about others, right? But I'm not always that way about myself, right? And you, I'm sure you want that to be something like you're always giving that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's something that you want to be receiving, mm-hmm. and I think. You, your, yourself uh-huh. is like a great person to be yeah. giving that to yourself because yeah. yeah you know I think we need to have that for ourselves mm-hmm. you know to really have that self-love yes yeah, so. yeah I, I saw a quote that was like um kind of like view yourself like a friend you do you a friend like you mm. look at a friend and you're like oh they're so beautiful mm. they're so smart they're amazing. But then we look in the mirror and we're like, oh, th- I don't like this about me. Or this, mm-hmm. this is wrong with me. And so, like, maybe that would help me is just to, like, try to view myself or my life how I would mm. view it looking at a friend. Like, yeah. oh, wow, they're awesome. Or, mm-hmm. You know, like, without being prideful, but just being healthy and mm-hmm. confident. And, like, being positive, I guess, about yourself. Yeah. 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 I love that idea. I think that would be a great thing for you mm-hmm. to do. So I love that that plan for yourself. Um, so what would it look like six months from now if you didn't make this change? What do you think that would look like? Um, I think, like, I would be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anything horrible would happen. Right. And, but I probably would still just be mostly solely focusing on other Others. people's positive traits. Right, instead of your own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, it's good to focus, like, to recognize that in others, but it's also good to recognize it in ourselves as well. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, and what would it look like in six months from now if you do make this change? Um, I think I would just be happier and probably feel more fulfilled and like more confident in myself and what I what I have to offer I guess yeah Yeah, I think it sounds like it would overall help you build your confidence and your belief in yourself Mm -hmm. just knowing the strengths that you have and the capabilities that you have yes definitely Well, that sounds great. I think that sounds like a wonderful thing for you to start doing. And I think that it would um, really help you have that love for yourself, the love that you have for others, and to recognize that in yourself and the great things that you have to offer in the world. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited for you to start doing that and see and just seeing where it takes you and the great things it does for you. Yeah, I, I'll try it and keep you posted. Yes, I, I am excited to hear about how it goes for you. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for talking with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kathy. So you mentioned when you were talking about um, the clutter around your house and you were talking about getting your husband on board with helping you declutter and stay clutter-free and kind of hoarder-free. And you mentioned that you could maybe work on 
changing your attitude about certain things. So what exactly do you mean by that and what could you do to change your attitude in order to help the situation? So something that struck me that I read is that because one of the questions I had about um, the gnats or the suffering, suffering, I thought you can't really change other people mm -hmm. and you can't really control other people. So how do you change the gnats or the suffering? And in the reading and and, you know, I've realized this before, is that the only thing you can really do is change your attitude. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, in sometimes when I get really frustrated with the hoarding um, type behavior, mm -hmm. sometimes I can think, well, we're blessed that we can we can afford to buy so uh, much deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or there could be a lot worse mm -hmm. scenarios. Right. Um, so changing your perspective and changing my seeing, perspective. Seeing the positive in the situations. In in case like I would really like to live in a less hoarder type environment mm -hmm. but if that behavior doesn't change because right. I can't really control people mm -hmm. then to just kind of work on my attitude and something that is nice about all of these areas I talk about in my home is that it's not really visible to the general public right that would come in my home so yeah so that makes it a little little easy. easier to yeah. to live with but and also realizing that i am the person that it bothers so i probably will have to be the person that mm. cleans it up and does something about it, but I am. Um, I I I think Rob would help me. Yeah. So you're able to recognize, like, you want there to be a change. You want your husband to be less cluttery, less hoarding. However, if that doesn't change, because you really you recognize you can't change other people, so you realize that if that doesn't change, that changing your perspective would be healthy for you to recognize the maybe the blessings you have of being able to have abundance and maybe realizing that they're like you can recognize at least it's not all around my house it's in areas that aren't seen right so obviously ideally you would want the whole situation to be better and fixed <laughs> and changed but if that's but then if that can't happen, if you can't change the whole thing and change how your husband comes home with a million <laughs> deodorants, that, like, all you can really do is change your perspective. Right. And maybe I can be like, well, 
I guess we won't stay <laughs> for a very long time. There you go. The funnier deodorant to go around. So, yeah, I think that's good to, to yeah, recognize the things you want, but also the different maybe limitations of life, like that you can only control your own self in your own situation. So I think that that's a healthy balance to have. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>